many aspire to reach the upper echelon of the healthcare industry, but few are able to successfully navigate the corporate ladder. As Asia becomes the world epicenter of the healthcare industry, C-Suite Partners sits down with international healthcare executives, asking the tough questions and unpacking the personalities of the top industry leaders. Welcome to the boardroom. Vikram, thank you very much for being a part of C-Suite Partners in the boardroom. Thank you. It's a pleasure, pleasure and privilege to be here. Really, really excited to talk about uh, my career and talk about healthcare in the region. Well, why don't you tell the viewers the past 10 or 15 years of your career and where you are today? So, you know, I, again, I, I started uh, right out of college. I was an engineer by training. I mm -hmm. uh, started as a consultant at Bain uh, back in 2001. Started in Chicago, spent time working across a variety of sectors, uh, and then spent six months uh, on transfer to Stockholm. Mm. Uh, it was actually a very pivotal time in my career. It was, uh, I, was I was looking to find uh, find an anchor, and, and I found that to some extent in healthcare. It was the first time I worked in, in healthcare, and I think what excited me about the sector was the fact that there were many complex problems in a broken industry that needed to be solved. Mm. I came back to the U.S., took, took two years off to go to business school, mm -hmm. uh, studied healthcare at Wharton, uh, came back to Bain in New York uh, as a part of our healthcare practice. And then about seven years ago, seven, eight years ago, had the opportunity to, to come to Asia for what was meant to be a year uh, to focus on, on helping grow our healthcare practice. Fast forward, it's been seven years, had the privilege of being able to work all the way from India to Australia, mm -hmm. uh, China, Southeast Asia, across sectors in healthcare, and just inspired by the opportunity in front of us. What is it about Asia that's so exciting in healthcare? Everyone is focusing on Asia in the past probably five years, but the past 24 months, it's really picked up momentum. What do you think that is? I think it's a, it's a combination of things, right? It is, uh, you know, from, from, a, from a macro perspective, 50% uh, of global healthcare spending growth, two and a half trillion dollars of healthcare spend growth will come in Asia in the next decade. Mm. People are getting older, people are getting sicker, uh, and there is a massive gap that needs to be addressed. And so I think what's been exciting about Asia is uh, Asia's following a path that's very different from what's been taken in some of the Western markets. A lot of innovation is coming out of China. A lot of innovation is coming out of India, Australia. Mm -hmm. uh, and you know, when 10 years ago we were told a client to look at uh, the US as a benchmark, today more and more of our American clients and European clients want to understand what's happening in China, want to understand mm -hmm. what's happening in India because it's that disruptive form of care which uh, they feel will be the future. Why do you think healthcare has so many challenges in terms of operations because what you've seen in probably you know mostly hospitals it's just so many moving parts what do you feel is the biggest challenge that hospitals face in this region I think you know it's it's a couple of things again you know a lot of hospitals uh, as as they emerged in the region uh, there was a very massive emphasis on growth and so it was about being able to put the bed capacity out there mm. uh, and 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 you know hope the business, you know, drive the business to kind of to run itself. Uh, also, you've always had this dichotomy where you have clinicians who are focused on, 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 on driving care uh, and the business side, which is looking to manage the operations in the most effective way. And yeah. very few have struggled to be able to do both together. Mm. Uh, the winning hospitals I've seen are the ones who are able to find that right balance. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's been one of the challenges, uh, one of the biggest challenges in the region. I'm sure a lot of entrepreneurs would love to get an hour with you to get into your head with all the experience that you've had, what would you tell them from the start to make sure that they're doing 
So in the next three to five years, yeah. they're going to be set up for success. Are there key fundamentals of, of business that you would really give that advice to? It's a couple of themes, right? One is, um, I think you have to, to embrace this insurgent mindset. Uh, and the way things were done before are not the way things will, will get done in the future. I think in healthcare in general, you also find people who are very risk averse. And so being able to, to embrace new models of care, new models of funding. Mm. Uh, you know, again, the solutions that have worked in developed markets will not work here. We cannot afford to spend 17, 18, 19% of GDP on healthcare. And so, so having that conviction and, and leaning in more to, to, to disrupt a little bit. Uh, I think the second thing is, uh, is investing in people development. Mm. Like most sectors in healthcare in the region, healthcare too has a massive talent shortage. Uh, and there is a war for talent. Once you're able to attract good people, the line starts, so people yes. trying to poach them. I think the other third piece is, and which is something that's really fundamental to healthcare overall, is just always staying on mission. You know, we, mm. we operate in a sector where there's always a balance between patients and profits. And it's very easy to skew in one direction or the other. But recognizing that they're synergistic and being a sustainably profitable organization to be able to serve more patients and delivering really, really good outcomes and great experiences to patients to, again, support the profit. I think finding that balance is, mm. is important. What about in terms of maybe a mistake or a regret that you've had over the past 10 years of your career? You know, look, I think I, you know, I've made several mistakes over time, right? Now, I'm a big believer that uh, growth over time can never be linear, right? There's always ups and downs. Uh, and I've looked back at all of these setbacks, frankly, as, as, as a learning opportunity. While in the moment, uh, they were, you know, you regretted them, you were frustrated, but then as you look back, so there was a lesson in each one of these. Mm. Uh, and I think some of, some of the biggest ones, uh, the team I found was 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 was, was people mm -hmm. uh, was underestimating the people challenges in being able to yes. overcome uh, to, to 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 implement a solution of some sort. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know what I found myself doing much more now is spending taking out the time upfront to really think through motivations of, of of different people and how do you deliver success because. At the end of the day, I think it's business is so much more about people. You can have the most elegant solution in the world, mm. but if you're not able to energize, empower people to be able to action it, you might as well have not done it. Tell me about the biggest problem a client's come to you with. Companies that are growing rapidly, but their systems and their hardware and software have not scaled. You need the systems and processes in place, but at the same time, you don't want to become a bureaucracy. 